This is Jason Kristoff, Podcast 52 for October 13th, 2020. Before we start, I just wanted to let everybody know about my Overcoming Self-Sabotage event. It's live via Zoom, October 25th and November 1st. It's only for two hours. Those are two Sundays in a row. It's only two for two hours each. You'll learn everything I know about self-sabotage and all the solutions you can implement in your life to get your life back on track if it happens to be in the bushes. And definitely get you back on track for sure and if you can't make it we'll send you the recording it'll be sent right away as soon as we're done and that means you don't have to attend live and everybody i mean i got a lot of people in that seminar and, and the best thing are the bonus items you're going to get and it's very inexpensive i mean to work with me one-on-one is about a thousand dollars this event is only 99 dollars, and you get there's two levels there's one for 99 there's one for 199 us and the first one, obviously on both levels, you get to come to the, the live event or get it sent to you. But you also get uh, a healthy living guide with all the great products that uh, I use in my house to keep me healthy. Uh, you, you're going to get a healthy eating guide where you can slap together very healthy meals in a very short amount of time. And you also get about 65 healthy recipes. And even though you probably have some recipe books at your house, you probably haven't taken action on them because of self-sabotage. But once I get rid of your self-sabotage, you just whip those uh, healthy uh, healthy meals up a lot easier than you did when you, when you didn't understand your own behavior. What also comes as a new bonus item is my report on gold and silver, cryptocurrencies, and choice resource stocks so you can get your finances in order. Because, And this is something you want to get. Like if you're listening to this, podcast it's uh, october 13th you probably want to buy this right away to get this bonus uh, material regarding the resource stocks gold silver and crypto because during the next crash which is coming very soon definitely in this month you know the strategy is you buy up you know as it's going down to maximize your profits gold and silver will go down so will crypto and so will the stock market but there's a point of course where Um, the stock market keeps plunging and then everybody kind of parachutes over into crypto gold silver and certain choice mining stocks and they're going to take the investors higher because in a crash these are the asset classes that are going to where people are going to going to be a safe haven to put your financial resources and that bonus is newly added it was sent to everybody who pre-purchased already this uh, live zoom event so we sent that we added that bonus um, item i think last week and we sent it all out to the people that had joined over the last month and again if you're new uh, that bonus item for your financial abundance is is included in both levels of um membership and the difference between the 99 and the 199 is everybody gets all the same bonus items except that the 199 level you're going to get my 2018 and 2019 seminars on overcoming self-sabotage i gave those when i was my most raw there's some really crazy talking going inside those seminars and lots of insane videos to prove to you that you know the people who rule you don't have your best interest at heart and of course they use this you know self-sabotage psychology to rule you they really make sure that you struggle and i will unveil the psychology in my live event and i unveil it in even greater detail 
in the 2018 and 2019 talks. So if you're looking to get a firm idea on how you're getting screwed over 24 hours a day by your media and government, or just basically ancient ruling families masquerading as altruistic groups, you really want to get those 2018 and 2019 seminars but if you just want the basic membership at the 99 i'll explain to you everything i know inside the live zoom event and you're going to understand clearly what's going on in with your own behavior which is not controlled by you that's the big shocking thing that we're going to reveal during the zoom meeting with everybody on there is that yeah you don't you don't control your behavior whatsoever your environment does and that's why the people who rule you are very, very interested in controlling what information you get, what movies you see. That's why Netflix, you know, you got to kind of register your own name. If you're in a family environment, Netflix asks you to put your own name and tracks the movies you see. They want to control everything you see, everything you think about, all your behavior. And the only way to do that is to control your environment because your environment controls your behavior. You don't make it up yourself. Your brain makes it up for you and then forces you to act it out. And part of you know the design of the brain system or the behavior system is to give you the false impression that you're making up your own behavior as you go. And that just makes it a lot easier for this part of your brain that deals with self-sabotage called the subconscious, just makes it easier for it to fully control your behavior because you have no idea how it works. You have really no idea that wherever you can't basically in science and psychology or animal behavioral studies, it's very hard to make an animal do anything. But if you change the environment and put in the proper cues, the animal will change themselves. And you'll get the you'll get the desired behavior out of the animal by giving like changing the environment in which it lives. This is a great way to trick people, and we're getting tricked right now pretty good with the, with the COVID liaria that seems to be marching forward at a, an accelerating rate, and the people are pushing back, and we really got to remove the people in power so this never happens again. You, you can't have this sort of concentration of power where, where you know a small group of people fake a viral pandemic worldwide and then start removing people's rights there's you know i'm going to make sure to put in the um in the show notes that even in canada there's you know these uh, detention camps these covid camps in canada the uh, government put out a a tender a bidding tender about these detention camps and so what are these detention camps for? Are they, they for COVID-infected uh, people? And, we, and COVID, the CDC, and I'll make sure to put that in the show notes too, CDC just came out with a document. And, it, and this declaration was buried in the document, page 39. We'll put up the document in the video describing it. But the CDC came out and has admitted that the COVID virus has not been um, isolated in its full genetic sequence. Now, that means it doesn't exist. And of course it doesn't exist because you can't even test for it. But to declare that a virus exists in the annals of science, you're supposed to do something called Koch's postulate. So Koch's postulate is um, 
basically invented by a scientist by the last name of Koch, C-O-C-H. And he said, look, if anybody's going to take our time, <laughs> stand up in front of the lecture room and say they've isolated a virus, these have to be the four steps that you go through to do that. And if you can't do that, don't waste your time. Don't hold the meeting. Don't publish a paper. Don't, don't go to the newspapers. You have to have this done. You have to have this four-step procedure done in Koch's postulate before you can you know, rattle anybody's cage that you've isolated some sort of pathogen, which means an outside source that makes people sick. So you're supposed to take um, the material from an infected person. That's step one. You got to get the material from an infected person and you're supposed to make sure that the, the RNA or the DNA of you, the human, is separate, separated from the DNA or RNA of the pathogen. And it has to be the full genetic sequence because even pathogens, anything that's alive, shares very similar genetic sequences. So this is a very important first step. Like, um, I'm not too sure if you're aware, but the, uh, the DNA sequence of a banana has 50% similarity to the DNA sequence of a human. A field mouse is, I think, 75% sequence uh, similar to a human. A fruit fly is 65% DNA sequence similar to a human. And a chimpanzee is 99%. So a pathogen shares some similar uh, genetic sequences to, say, lung tissue. So if you go into a human's lung tissue, and you take out some pathogenic material, plus you scrape the lung, you get a bit of lung tissue, you have to make sure you have the differences there. You have to subdivide the, the, the lung tissue genome from the pathogenic genome. And, that's, and then also knowing that you can't ha have bits and pieces, it can't be broken up. Because if you just look at a broken up, like a segment of DNA, you can very easily get a similar segment between the pathogen and the human lung tissue. And what that means is maybe someone smokes. So all you're going to find is, you know, necrotic tissue. And there is no outside force making that person's lung tissue necrotic, except, of course, the, the tar and the smoking. But again, that's why it's very important to separate what exactly is making the person sick. So uh, Koch's postulate number one, you have to separate, you have to get the sample and you got to have the full genetic sequence because that's the important part to say hey look it's not human it has its own genetic sequence it's outside the human genetic library and we know something else is in there making this tissue infected well that's never been done well do we even have to go to the the other three steps the other three steps are you have to take out that you know full genetic sequence you got to infect a host with it the host has to say have the same uh, disease symptoms as the original research subject and then you got to kind of suck the virus out of the host and isolate it in its full genetic sequence again that's the four steps the Koch's postulate and uh, we'll put up the document and the a video describing this document that shows you that, you know, the CDC, one of the 
biggest health agencies in the world has openly admitted, no, we haven't even done the first step. We don't have it in its full genetic sequence. So if you don't have it in its full genetic sequence, it doesn't exist. So what are you testing for? What exactly are you testing for? If you don't have the virus, what are you testing for? And then if you don't have the virus in its full genetic sequence, how can you make a vaccine? And this is the people who are doing this to the world know that this is all Hollywood production and it's directed toward the stupid people, the people who believe the TV, the people are too afraid to admit what's going on. A lot of people getting targeted are in the government workforce. Because see, the psychology of a government worker is very easy to take advantage of in these situations because it's the subconscious mind is very powerful and knows all of this. So whether you're aware of it or not, your subconscious knows everything I'm talking about. And, and then your conscious mind sort of is the actor who puts on a show for the world in order to like navigate safely through it. So if you're living in a corrupt environment, the acting portion of you comes out and sort of agrees with the liaria. And government workers kind of know this uh, subconsciously, even though they might not know how their brain complex works. The subconscious of everybody's mind knows that this is a lie. But a government, the psychology of a government staffer or a government employee, they sort of, you don't need too much analytical power to figure this out. I work, say, let's say I work for the government. So I say, I work for the government, the government's lying to people, and the government has to go because it's not supposed to be lying and then trying to inject people with toxic vaccines that are proven already to be crippling and and not killing people yet, but crippling them. Vaccines in general have been already proven to cripple and kill people worldwide. And the average government staffer, the psychology of the government staffer says, you know, uh, yeah, that's really bad. Like I sort of work for Darth Vader on the Death Star and that's not exactly how I want to frame living my life. So I'm going to get my ego involved a little bit. And I also know that a lot of people want to destroy the government and remove it from power, but then how do I get my paycheck? And this is what drives Holocaust, right? There was, um, I'll put up a video of uh, maybe Jeff Berwick, and there's a lady um, getting attacked by police on a beach in Australia. And, you know, the lady's pregnant, and then she's having a miscarriage on film. She's bleeding from her vagina. It's coming, you know, it's staining her pants. And it's because, like, what happened before it? Of course we don't ever get these videos about what escalated. But, you know, it doesn't really matter, right? I think it was about masks or social distancing. And the reason the police are attacking this pregnant lady and most likely causing a spontaneous abortion right, right on camera is because, number one, the school system made those the government staffers purposely incapable of surviving or being dependent of the, independent of the system. So that's part of the system is to produce reflexively obedient order takers and police aren't bad people. 
And it's a scam for everybody, not just the police. It's a scam for everybody that goes to school. You, you're going to be gutted like a fish on the wharf where, yeah, you won't be able to care for yourself financially. So it's not a shot against police. It's a shot against the system. So all you're seeing there is uh, the result of the system we're processing our children through. So when you pro process people through the government school system, and the government school system is designed, and I'll put up a, uh, a book by John Taylor Gatto, and he's the most... Um, popular public school government public school teacher in history and he documents you know he refers to the books and the organizations and the, to the meetings by which government schooling is structured hundreds of years ago and it is designed to make complete people completely inept take away their creativity and make them dependent, which means they exit the system with their hand out and say, someone employ me. And then the question is, well, why can't you, you know, fend for yourself? Why can't you harness enough energy to feed your own family or get a car or get a house? And the reason is, is the system inviscerated that person of their own independence to survive outside the system. And this is how Holocaust situations happen. And this is the, 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 the psychology of a government staffer. They have to live the lie because they're like, well, if the government goes, I know the government's, you know, I know the government had a hand in causing that lady's spontaneous abortion on the beach. But in reality, I can't seem to find another job for 60, 80, 100 or 120,000 dollars. So basically, I'm going to live, make a subconscious decision to live out the lie. And that's very dangerous because, again, we have, um, you know, internment camps being um, put up for tender here in Canada. And the, the gentleman that's inquiring about the internment camps is a member of pro provincial parliament. I think his name is Randy, Randy Hillier from um, the Kingston area, King Kingston Frontenac. And he is in Queen's Park in Toronto, which is the, the capital of Ontario. And he's in, you know, he's in the government, he's in Queen's Park and with a full session open. And he's asking the question about these government internment camps. And he even has the document saying it's going to be for people as well that don't have COVID. And even if it was for people who have COVID, if you don't have the COVID virus in its full genetic sequence, what are you testing for? And if you go to the, the PCR test, which again, we've discussed this before, it means like it's called the uh, RT-PCR PCR test. Um, it means reverse transcriptase uh, polymerase chain reaction test. It was uh, invented by a man named Kerry Mullis, in, um, and he won a Nobel Prize for it in 1993. And it's a process. It wasn't even a test. So Kerry Mullis was an inventor, and there, there were issues at the time. And of course, as non-scientists, we don't know 
what the issues were at the time. But the reason this uh, invention or process came about and the reason it was so applauded to the point where Kerry Mullis won the Nobel Prize for Science in, 93, in 1993 because of it is because this test allows scientists to find eeny, meeny, eeny, teeny bits of genetic material that you can't really, you'd miss. You would actually miss this genetic material that's so small and they wanted a, a better way to basically amplify it. So it, was, it would be like taking a grain of rice in the corner of a football stadium and then sort of amplifying it to the point where it's as big as, say, the uprights. Or, you know, maybe it's as big, it's maybe 30 feet tall instead of the grain, the, you know, the small size of, as, uh, as a grain of rice. And it also amplifies the amount of genetic material. So not only does it sort of, it won't, it doesn't increase the size really. It just makes it easier to see because it multiplies that grain of rice to the point where you can sort of see it everywhere. And then it's easier to study. That's basically what the RT-PCR test does is it amplifies the amount of genetic material. So it's just easier to pick out. And the reason the government loves the PCR test, and it also used it in the, um, in the 80s, in the AIDS epidemic. And it's the same scam, folks. So I'm going to put um, a video called HIV Fauci's First Fraud. So Anthony Fauci, if you're not aware, I mean, he's the, the, the lead, seems to be the lead medical bullshitter down in the U.S., leading everybody into basically a Nazi-style euthanasia um, agenda of the whole U.S. population, and that this is happening worldwide, but he's the lead actor down there. I'm not sure if you're aware that he was front and center during the HIV and AIDS epidemic, again, for using the PCR test to falsely label people as HIV infected. And the PCR test is a great way to control a fake epidemic. Because what the PCR test does, it can make anybody look infected for any sort of genetic segment that you're looking to amplify. Because the PCR test is a cycling test. And with every cycle, you get a doubling, tripling, or quadrupling of the genetic sequence that you say makes people sick. So let's even pretend there's a genetic sequence that makes people sick, which they don't, they have not proven yet that this genetic sequence they're looking for makes people sick. And when they draw these tests, what segment they're looking for is such in a minute quantity that it has to be amplified over and over and over again. And the PCR test cycles, I believe, if I remember correctly from my research, it cycles and amplifies based on heating and cooling. And there's an average amount of cycles that the lab tech has to engage in to basically make sure they're not cycling too much and really blowing the amplified material into the stratosphere. So what I'm trying to say is that Fauci and his corrupt coterie throughout the world has handpicked 
the PCR test because it makes it gives them full control of the outbreak status through the PCR test cycling capability because every cycle double triples or quadruples the genetic material you're looking at so if I went and got a sample I might have a genetic sequence of my own similar to what they say is COVID and the reason I'm going to have that Uh, same or very similar genetic sequence is because everything alive has very similar genetic sequences. Like a a virus has supposedly 30,000 genetic uh, pairs. And what they do is they say, we're going to look for 28 or 30 genetic pairs. But those same 28 or 30 can be found in almost anything. Anything that's alive can share that. Can you imagine taking a test uh, that's so not accurate that'll say you're infected just because you share genetic sequencing with something they, they say is making you sick? Basically, that means you can fail the test simply because you're human. But it actually gets worse than that. The cycling capability of the PCR test through heating and cooling can amplify anything into the stratosphere, which means Fauci and all the world governments have handpicked the PCR test because what they do to control the outbreaks themselves, they control it. They will give the dictates to the lab techs to cycle it. It's supposed to be cycled 20 times. And if you cycle it 10, no one's going to be infected because there'll be nothing There'd be, there'd be nothing in the sample because you won't be able to see what they're looking for. So if you're looking to give free pass to NBA players or to Major League Baseball players or to NHL players, again, full control of the outbreak, they'll lean in on the lab techs and say, you're only going to cycle the samples of the NBA players 10 times. Therefore, there'll be nothing on the sample you won't be able to see any of the genetic material you're looking for because it's not amplified to an extent where it's easy to see under the electron microscope or it's it's something that causes there there is other portions of the pcr test to see if it's infected if the person's infected but you won't have enough material to to show that or to cause that effect and then they'll say okay we're going to go to a poor neighborhood in Victoria, Australia, and we're going to basically tell the lab techs there to cycle the PCR test, the heating and cooling cycle, 40 times, 50 times, which is never supposed to be done. And that can make anybody look like they're completely loaded with the genetic sequence. Just the segment sequence, not the full sequence, just a segment. You look, makes them look like they're completely infected. And this way, by this mechanism, the people who are organizing this attack on our society have full control of the outbreak. And that's why they're saying testing, testing, testing. Everybody needs to get tested. And the people who rule us never do one thing with any of their agendas. They're, they're 
seeking DNA. And the person's like, well, wh what does it matter if they seek DNA? Well, they're treating you like criminals. That's one way they data bank criminals because they want to know where you are, have you been here? And it's all DNA for these people, folks. Like the royal family in the UK, they have declared divine right of kings based on their DNA. They're obsessed with DNA. So you should understand that the people who are ruling you, and I'll even put up um, a video of a girl, and she's a grade five student um, in the U.S., where she found out that all the U.S. presidents, I think, save two. So all the U.S. presidents minus two are related to King Charlemagne from France. And that's a big deal because, again, why they're collecting your DNA through the swab. And because they're obsessed with DNA, that's all they, that's all they care about. They want a way to track you. So they're librarying your DNA. And they've even, um, in China, they've come out and said that they can do genetic profiling for dissidents. So they can sort of see through the genes who's going to be smart enough to see through their lies. And then they're, what do you think they're going to do with that information? Yeah, they're looking for different human types down here on planet Earth, where they're only going to allow through the dumb people so that they're easier to control, manipulate, steal from, and govern. These people never do one thing with a single agenda. So they're swabbing you to mark you as a criminal, to, to, to library your DNA, and then study it in ways that you have no idea, and they're never looking out for your best interest. And then they're, they're, they're basically have full control of the outbreak if they wanted an outbreak at a school somewhere so they could lock down your kids or maybe get you, force you to get tested. Every, every parent at the school, um, of an, you know, if there's an infected student there, every parent involved has to go out and basically get a COVID test so you can capture the parent's DNA. And then if you want to target a particular parent or a particular group or a particular town, and they're doing this rapidly in the big cities, and all they have to do is change the cycling function inside the laboratories that um, test, you know, go and confirm what's going on with these tests. You tell them, no, we're going to cycle it 40 fold and it's going to make everybody look infected. Then we're going to lock everybody down. Then we're going to take their rights away. And I'll even put up a video too in the show notes. There's Australian announcement and you can see where these psychopathic terrorists are going where there's a government saying the houses are no longer safe because someone was in their house. Someone was in their house and they got the COVID with no one around so the houses aren't safe. If you can't see where this is going, so they're going to say, well, if your house isn't safe, um, you know, we're just going to take you to the camp. And again, COVID, completely fake. The PCR test, completely fake. And 
I'll put up the Tanzanian president. The Tanzanian president, when the when the COVID test, the PCR test, came into his country, well, they're just they just know white people are liars down there, especially the official groups, the Red Cross, you know, the, the that's the Crusaders, the Knights Templar symbol. Like, if anybody knows that the white people are chronic bullshitters and Satanists, it's it's people in Africa. So this gentleman, the Tanzanian president, not knowing the full scope of what's going on, but enough to take the PCR tests aside, and he tested a goat, and he tested motor oil, and he tested all these inanimate objects. He tested a papaya, and he labeled them as um, people, and then sent them to the labs. And of course... Obviously, the labs were upregulating the cycling and were probably told to in advance by uh, certain insiders, bribers. Even in uh, Kazakhstan, in, in Russia, I might as well try and put that up, but the, the president of Kazakhstan in Russia, or maybe the old uh, Georgian Republic, I'm not too sure exactly where Kazakhstan is, but they tried to bribe him to they tried to give him about a billion dollars or, or maybe even more than a billion uh, in relief, but he would have to lock his citizens down and he said no way. So there's lots of bribing going on uh, where they're trying to ramp up this immoral and illegal euthanasia, Nazi style euthanasia. They're coming to put people in camps because they're too dumb to figure out any other ways of getting their way and this is the way that's worked for them in the past you, you mark an enemy you fully control it you, you use propaganda there is no covid folks there is no covid it doesn't exist the test doesn't even test for covid it doesn't test for anything but it can make someone look infected by upregulating and amplifying your sample to where they say yeah he's covid infected he's loaded and the person, it's pretty obvious most people failing the COVID test aren't sick whatsoever. If we cross into the realm where non healthy people can be labeled as sick by a government hell bent on killing sick people with uh, toxic vaccines or putting them in an internment camp and vaccinating them and giving them shit food and then blasting them with 5G potentially while they're at the camp, you, you, you're, you're in trouble. Like if, you, if you're letting this slide without posting anything about this, without speaking up, like societies this week attract evil like rotten meat attracts the maggots you people really got to start waking up but back to the tanzanian president yeah the pcr yeah so basically the motor oil failed for covid the papaya failed for covid the goat failed for covid and and then the tanzanian president says oh the these these tests are are kind of fraudulent or fake. It looks like they sent us bad tests so everybody could fail for COVID. And what he doesn't know is, no, that's the test. The, these That is the test. There's no faking. Yours wasn't targeted. Your country's not targeted. The PCR tests test for genetic material that's found in everything. And then it amplifies it to the point where 
that segment that you're looking for, which can be found in everything, which has no relevance to disease, like it is not related to disease, it makes the Petri dish or the eventual, uh, you know, slide on the microscope, look loaded. Like if you were the lab tech and you cycled the sample 40 times, you'd look in the microscope and you'd be like, oh my, that guy is loaded with COVID because I see all these highlighted segments and they're everywhere in the sample. But those highlighted segments were magnified 40 fold and the person's healthy. And the segment in question has nothing to do with disease in the first place. And again, folks, this is why the PCR has been handpicked by the corrupt Satanists in power. And the reason they got there is because, yeah, we were fattened on decadence, materialism, We thought, we'll just drink some coffee, drink some wine at night, watch some Netflix, you know, make love to our our friends, and that's all life is about. Well, freedom is about constant vigilance. We lost the vigilance part, and our freedom's been taken away because part of the attack was drowning you in luxury. Like, part of socialism like if you want to install socialism or communism or marxism which really just they're just the same thing really (laughs) into a society you have to fatten the society first on decadence and basically matters that don't matter and you can just roll in because no one wants to break a nail or mess up their nice hair or maybe they'll scrape the rims of their Mercedes on the sidewalk as they're trying to escape or or run down the people that are coming to kill them. No one wants to do it. So the, the road to communism and this sort of Nazi-style Marxist takeover and euthanasia of the public has to do with fattening the public up with wealth and luxury and decadence first. And you can see they're using the wealth against you. A $1,000 fine for not wearing a mask. 10000 for the second offense. Well, if you don't have any fucking money, those things aren't frightening. So they made sure you got money. You're like, oh, I don't want to take the money away. And my Netflix, who's going to give me the coffee? What about free Wi-Fi? Do they got free Wi-Fi at the concentration camp? So th- this, is, this is sort of how this ambush has, has gone about, is that anytime this sort of takeover is being tried in society, you have to weaken the, the population you're targeting first with, you know, with all these sedatives, make them fat, make them stupid, and make them diseased. They're so weak they can't get off the couch. But that's what your doctor was there for. Your conventional doctor, his job was to... Uh, fatten you up and make you weak with all the medical poisons and he doesn't know because he was programmed or she doesn't know because she was programmed the fluoride in the tap water the fluoride in your toothpaste never proven to reduce cavities of course not it's proven to cause brain damage though and it's proven to cause cancer and the teflon pans cause cancer the microwave foods uh, give an immune reaction like you're being poisoned, the coffee poisons you, the wine is not good in moderation. Folks, it's just fucking lie after lie after lie to make sure you're just too stunned and too dumb and too weak and too scared to defend yourselves when the tanks come in. I mean, the average man today 
is programmed to hate guns. Well, what do you think men are here for? <laughs> men are here to protect the women and the children. And if you don't have a gun, that protection not going to go very far. And that's why all the anti-gun issues were driven down your throat by CBC, the Canadian Brainwashing Corporation, or the BBC, the British Brainwashing Corporation, or CNN, the Criminal News Network. They all work together. You got to understand the scope of this attack. None of this attack can just happen in a strong society because people laugh. You have to weaken them first. You see, most men today, uh, you know, wearing their masks outside and you know, they're like a hundred, they're, they're light, they're not muscular, big guts on them, uh, they don't know how to fight, they think wine's healthy for them, they smoke a lot of dope, play video games, like, it's all related, folks, it's all related, they've been working on this a long time, this is all part of it, so for the solutions for this is you got to get, take your power back, you got to get strong, like, put at least stop poisoning yourself stop poisoning yourself and the way they got it set up psychologically most people find it hard not to poison themselves they got to drink the wine they got to smoke the dump they got to smoke the cigarettes they got to eat the junk food junk food's a, a reward or a treat and if you want to get over that and break the psychological hold and that's programmed into your subconscious. Again, I suggest come to my self-sabotage seminar because there's a reason people can't, like, yeah, you know the coffee's killing you. Yeah, you know the alcohol's killing you. You can't stop, right? You know you're 200 pounds and you watched every pound come on. And you'll get to 220, 230, and every pound you see it come on. You can't stop it. The junk food, you got chips in your house. You got cookies in your house. You bought them, but you hate them too at the same time. You don't even know why you eat them. You hate how it makes you feel. The next day, you're gaining too much weight. You got migraines, you got constipation, you're sick, but you can't stop, can you? No one can stop. Most people can't stop hurting themselves. And that's because this is part of the attack too. They don't have to really attack you. They just program you to attack yourself and you do what they could only dream of. They could never do any of this themselves. They don't have the power. The power is psychologically manipulating you so that you do it to yourself. And then they're like, hey, it wasn't us. It was you. I mean, it's the perfect excuse. It's the perfect trap. And people really have to understand how their behavior works. So we've come full circle on this podcast you want to you want to get over your self-sabotage and psychologically take back your own power to stop poisoning yourself back into the stone age to stop poisoning yourself uh, poisoning your kids to be strong enough to say no at halloween you're not strong enough to say no to poisoning your kids of course most people aren't because the subconscious is a go along to get along part of the brain and if you don't feel like you're accepted by the tribe you feel like an outsider it expresses itself in a fear response. So you're just poisoning your own kids to get along with everybody else. That's what vaccination's about, circumcision. This isn't all about driving bonbons into your mouth on October 31st, even though you're already sick and overweight. This is about destroying your own children because you don't understand your own behavior, is that you're more concerned with fitting in than actually saving what needs to be saved and protecting what needs to be protected. So if you're doing stuff that makes no sense, but you can't stop, if you're doing stuff to your kids that makes them sick and overweight and inept and going to be a slave to the system, but you can't stop because of 
because everybody else is doing the same, that means you're primed for my self-sabotage workshop coming up. Again, it'll be at the top of the list. This is Jason Kristoff signing off. Thank you for listening.